It's Friday night and the mood is right. Gonna have some fun, so you always sun. DGIF. All right, welcome to week number 139 of the Two Guys into Fridays podcast. My name is Steven. That over there is Travis. It's summertime, Steve. It's Already? Summer summertime. Oh, summer, like, well, I mean, show-wise. Like, I'm like, it's like 50 yeah, outside right now. Yeah, it definitely doesn't feel like summertime outside, but it is summertime in the uh, TGIF world. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, all of our, our favorites, we've got a little break from, so it's going to be a while till we talk about those again. Um, but yep. we do have some fun stuff planned for you this summer, and... Uh, I, I I guess this week's a fun one. I don't know for sure after watching the show, but um, <laughs> we'll talk about this. Yeah. But we also, you know, we'll we'll talk about like what to expect this summer. Honestly, not a lot. There's not a whole lot going on this summer, but we'll we'll tell you what we got, what we're what we're thinking about. Okay. Uh, before we get into that, uh, thanks to Pachuski for the theme song. Thank you, Pachuski. And uh, if you want to send in your own version of the theme song, it's pretty easy to do. Just send us an email. Uh, I don't care what file type it is. I'll convert it for you. And then uh, just email that over to TGIFcast at gmail.com. We will uh, listen to it. We will put it on the show. And uh, you will forever be in podcast land um, history. You'll be memorialized. Yeah. You'll, be, you'll be a piece of history. Uh, make sure you're also following us on all social media at TGIFcast. And uh, possibly, most importantly, right now, uh, make sure you go to our YouTube channel, and uh, subscribe because there's a very good chance there will be a brand new video coming up very soon. Yeah, yeah, I would say that there's a 100% chance of video in the future. Yeah, that's true. Um, do we want to go ahead and say now or should we make, make them wait till the end of the episode? It is a quick episode. We'll make you wait till the end of the episode. That way you guys will listen to this you'll you'll force yourself to to work through rosie and buddy like the rest of us yeah or at least just fast forward to the end one or the other yeah that's true you can always do that all right but so before we get into rosie and buddy uh let's talk about what was going on in the world 30 years ago so these are episodes that would have aired back in 1992 well this episode one episode yeah this episode so yeah so yeah i'm sorry go ahead i'm getting ahead of myself no i want you to tell me the date that this rosie and buddy show actually aired yeah yeah so Word of the summer, everything's on reruns. Rosie and Buddy, though, would have aired this week, uh, 5-15, May 15th, 1992. Okay. So there were a few things going on in the world that I decided to pull. I know last week, I believe, on the show, we were talking about, like, Who's the Boss was ending and uh, Growing yep. Pains was ending. Golden Girls also ended this week. Man, what a, what an era of television that came to a close this week. What yeah, so uh, I want to say it was the ninth uh, Golden Girls ended last episode, and uh, it was just a big week of ending these TV shows yeah, that man. people loved and had been around for a while. You know, it's like a, it's, I guess it was just kind of time for the next generation to, to start doing their thing. Yeah, like, all right, Urkel, we're handing it over to you. You, you got this yeah, now. Take, you got this. Take the lead. Uh, May 13th uh, was the first time that three astronauts walked on space simultaneously. That's cool. I didn't look up who they were, but uh, I'm sure you could if you wanted to. And then uh, also on May 13th, uh, on the Howard Stern Show, Frank Stallone defeated Geraldo Rivera in a boxing match. <laughs> That's, yeah, man. That, it happened. Uh, what about movies and music? What was number one this week? 
yeah so um no changes on song jump by uh chris cross chris cross yeah and then for movies we let me see do we have a new movie this week no this is the last week of basic instinct so um fifth week for basic instinct at number one and it will be the last okay um all right so that's all that stuff any birthdays before we get into it yeah we do have one birthday it is uh sam anderson friday may 13th uh sam you you would know as sam gorpley from perfect strangers happy birthday sam happy birthday sam all right so let's get into it like we said uh we're done with shows uh the normal ones so we do have a little weird one this week uh a little show called the rosie and buddy show and this is uh produced written and uh voiced by roseanne barr and tom arnold which is like, why not call it the Rosie and, and Tom show, Tommy show or something, Tommy, yeah, Tommy yeah. or something. Maybe, why, why maybe buddy was his that? nickname and we don't know that like growing up or something. Possibly. It could be. Um, so this is a show. It's a cartoon. Uh, the two main characters are Rosie and buddy uh, played by, like mm-hmm. we said, Roseanne Barr and Tom Arnold. And it starts off. I don't know if this was just like an intro to what the show was possibly going to be. Or if this is what the show always would be, because it was weird. They start off in like cartoon land. Um, there's well, like I read, I read a little bit that there's some speculation that this was intended to be a like actual TV special spinoff of the Little Rosie show. Remember that we watched yeah. last summer? Because that show had more episodes that were on Saturday morning. Um, so there's some speculation that this was like like an actual special event based off the little Rosie show. Like they were not intending for any other episodes you're saying, or of this, I don't know. It seemed weird. Um, let's... Yeah, 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 exactly. Cause there was a buddy. Okay. So this makes more sense. And I didn't think about it. I didn't put two and two together. There was a buddy character on the little Rosie show, but it wasn't played by Tom Arnold. So Tom Arnold played that buddy character on this show. And this is them, so, I guess, to make grown up, a... grown up a little bit from, uh, the road, the other one, whatever it was called, Rosie and Buddy. Whatever. Maybe I mean I feel like she was still a little sassy, I f- but you definitely get, I feel like you get more Roseanne in this show than you do in the. Oh movie yeah, yeah, show. definitely. I'm just saying like uh, they've aged. It's not like they're kids. They're like it was hard to pinpoint exactly how old they're supposed to be in this cartoon, but uh, they're not I like think as they're young. supposed to be like sassy kids. I think they're supposed to be just like yeah, yeah. Okay, that's weird. It's 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 weird. It's a weird. The whole, con- the whole concept's weird. So like Roseanne Barr as a child cartoon is just strange. Yeah, so, so it starts off in cartoon land, and this is like... No, it no? does not start off in cartoon land. It starts... And this is something that really frustrated me about this whole concept. It starts off in, like, a cartoon city with Roseanne, Rosie and Buddy driving around in this bus, and then they start to approach and drive into cartoon land, even though the land that they already live in is cartoon. And, like, in so, Cartoon Land, there's, like, famous cartoon characters that you would recognize yes. or at least, like, yeah, close yeah. to it or something. Um, no, no, they're, yeah, they're, they're intended to be the actual characters. Uh, the main gate security gets a call. Um, they find out that Rosie and Buddy are coming to Cartoon Land, and then everyone starts to go crazy. Like, apparently, they have a bad reputation for being horrible people, <laughs> and this, like, the the security guard starts going nuts. The there's like a, a speaker that decides to run around the town, like an actual like physical speaker, yeah. not like a person speaking, 
like a speaker that goes around the town like Rosie and Buddy are coming Rosie and Buddy are coming everyone watch out and then this bus crashes through the gates and Rosie and Buddy arrive in cartoon land yeah we see our first kind of like famous cartoon character with droopy dog uh but yeah the bus comes in starts wrecking havoc immediately and then crashes into a picnic um being held by the Care Bear Cousins so uh I think uh, the Care Bear cousins say, well, there goes the neighborhood. Um, and ev- <laughs> everyone is scared of Rosie and Buddy. Um, then we see this other character. It's like a, a weasel. We find out later they are, um, well, it's a group of people called the, uh, what are they called? The Powers. The powers. The powers of the Bee. The Powers of the Bee. Yeah, so they're, they all have names. This guy, we only see one to begin with. He is A Powers. Uh, that is his name, Mr. A Powers. Um, he's a weasel. There was a lot of this show, this this show, I guess, that reminded me of of uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, you see, kind of a a taxi cab in this kind of opening scene that looks a lot like the the taxi cab from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. The the weasels are the bad guys, yeah. Like in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, um, the whole idea of like all star cartoons and then like an outside force, even though this is just animated outside force with animated you know, all-star cartoons as opposed to obviously Roger Rabbit was real action. Um, but there's a lot of like similarities I feel like between this and Roger Rabbit. So, uh, a powers, he's watching like a security television screen of Rosie and buddy arriving into cartoon land and saying that he's going to stop them. And then, uh, they go to buddy, uh, trying to power up this sign for the Rosie and buddy show. Cause the plan is they're going to make their own TV show right there in cartoon land. That's correct. Yep. All right, so then there's a commercial break, and there's actually like a fake commercial that runs during it, is what I'm assuming, um, for yeah. Sugar Shockers cereal. And uh, it, it's uh, cereal with lots of sugar on it, and it's kind of headlined by um, the mother trying to get the kids out of bed. And then uh, she says, uh, I couldn't get them out of bed, and now I'm a grandmother. Thanks, Sugar Shockers. Because they go well, like just, nuts. You like, you like cut the whole part out. Well, I mean, I was going to explain it. I mean, they... All right, go ahead. I don't know. They just, uh, they'd eat this cereal and then they'd turn into whores and go have kids. <laughs> they they eat the cereal and they grow up. They literally, like, become, like, older kids, teenagers, young adults, adults, like, right in front of, like, right in front of their moms. So they're, they're, they get jobs, they have babies. I don't know if they get married or not, but, like, they go through their entire life in, the, in like, five seconds. Five seconds, yeah. Uh, thanks, Sugar Shockers. That's what the mom says at the end. And so that's the little commercial. I'm guessing, like, as it was coming back from break or, like, the first commercial going into break, that probably aired going into it or whatever. Probably. Something like that. Yeah. Um, so we go back to the show. Um, the weasels show up. Um, they say that uh, they're running Cartoon Land and then uh, – or they're ruining Cartoon Land. He's talking to uh, Rosie and Buddy because they show up at the little site where they're going to make their show. And then he forces yeah. them in a limo and uh, looks like takes them back to like his headquarters, his, his office. office. Yeah, yeah. One character that that does make an appearance here for the first time that comes back later in the episode is the stick man. Um, Buddy has allowed his brother to has given his brother a job as an animator, and his his animator brother has drawn a stick man that is able to juggle like literally, you know, line down for the spine, line across for the arms, lines for the legs, circle head, stick man. Uh, to be in this cartoon. Yeah, so after they get back to the office, um, the powers that be tell them that they don't belong, that cartoons are supposed to be cute, 
And this is like kind of, I don't know if it's the first time, but this is like where you really realize like Rosie and Buddy have this problem that cartoons are not like they used to be. Cartoons used to be funny. They used to be crude. Now it's just like cute and trying to sell advertising. Right, yeah. And and we also are introduced to like all the, so the powers that be are like six different weasels that all have like A powers, B powers, C powers is their name. But yeah, they and they, they specifically say like cute like the Care Bears or Strawberry Shortcake and they show Strawberry Shortcake and the Care Bears or Big and Tough and then they kind of like allude to, you know, the Transformers or other kind of more action uh, toy-based cartoons, I guess. Yeah, things that kids want to buy pretty much. So yeah. I think, is it Rosie or something that plays this next clip, uh, a clip of yeah, a show yeah, they have on an a idea? videotape. Yeah, so yeah, they have an idea for a show pitch. called uh, Doggy Hauser MD, which of course is Doogie Hauser. It's about this dog that uh, is a doctor and does surgery, but uh, at the end of the clip, after he's done with his <laughs> surgery, he eats like the collarbone out of this like patient, and like because he's a dog, he's eating bones, and uh, the powers oh, don't like, like it. it. They don't like the show. I'd watch it. I'd watch it too. Um, so Rosie says they just wanted to get a few laughs, um, that, uh, cartoons aren't about, and then the, the powers are like, cartoons are not about laughs, they're about selling ads, and then they call for another powers, or power, I guess, and, uh, power. they have an idea for Rosie and Buddy, like, what they want to see them do. Yeah. Well, this is the VP of making a lot, a lot of money, and so he's trying to figure out a way to get them to be able to make a lot of money. Um, so what they had like a bunch of characters and stuff on this new show idea well, and it's like super yeah, they cute. Yeah, a new show called the, the Lunchbox Kids, um, where they're basically the whole concept is they're just going to talk about all the food and the, the like sugary snacks and junk food that the sponsors make and try to get kids to buy these, these snacks. Yeah, but then, uh, Buddy just decides to run them all over with a steamroller while they're crossing the street. And, uh, <laughs> that's the end not of that unlike, show pretty much. Not unlike Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, true. Um, and then uh, they take Buddy and Rosie away. They're going to the Betty and Veronica clinic, like a psych ward, to uh, right. check them in. Which, of course, is that's a that's a reference to like the Betty Ford clinic, but it's the Betty and Veronica clinic. So Rosie, they show her getting hypnotized, um, and then try to look into see what she what happened as a child to make her the way that uh, she is now, and kind of like a little inside joke they show a clip of her at a baseball game which kind of is supposed to be her singing the <laughs> national anthem when she screwed it all up like a couple years ago i guess maybe even a year ago yeah yeah she they um they're like she's like trying to go back through her her life and she's like we don't want it. we don't need to talk about that yeah so then uh she drops a anvil on the snake doctor's head and uh rosie and buddy try to escape the uh, clinic and uh yep. As they're going around the clinic, they find a padded room, and it is full of all of the older, funny cartoon characters throughout time. Yeah, like the vintage, like 30s, 40s, 50s cartoon characters, and also Tom and Jerry. Yeah, so they're talking to them, uh, trying to figure out what the problem is, why they're locked up. They go back down in the hall, they see Beetlejuice in another room, and then Beetlejuice starts watching uh, The Roseanne Show on TV. Yeah, and there's also a a nurse, which is Nurse Nurse uh, Wrench, which is again a, a another reference to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest with Nurse Ratchet. So instead of Nurse Ratchet, you have Nurse Wrench, which is an actual wrench dressed like a nurse in the in the hospital. Uh, Rosie and Buddy continue to try to escape. They eventually get out and into their RV. Um, 
when they do that, there's a commercial break. Uh, and well, then, the RV is driven by the stick guy. The stick guy has come to help them escape. He that's like right. pull, he goes to like pull the wall off of the side of the hospital, but instead of pulling the wall off, he backs through. Same result. They're able to all get free, and he he drives away. So after the commercial break, we get another show. Um, I guess this is like another commercial. idea. Is this just a commercial? The like the fairy tale uh, all no, thing. No, it is a show. You're right. You're right. It was a show. It was not a fake commercial. You're right. So it I guess this is like another idea that they have for like a show that they want to do. But it's Rosie Fairy Tale Law, and uh, it's kind of like a court show where Rosie is defending Rapunzel, right? First, she's she's defending Alice, and then they switch to another case where she's now defending Rapunzel. Okay, so yeah, she's just like I mean, just like the name of the show, the fairy tale law. She's defending different fairy tale characters, and that's her idea for a show. Yeah. So then we go to um, Tom, her buddy. He wants a snack. He goes in the fridge. All the food's playing uh, football in the fridge, and then uh, Rose- well, the food. Yeah, and the food like moving around has been a, is a running joke throughout the episode because at the beginning Rosie goes in to get a snack. Because evidently all she does is eat, and they all like run away from her. And now Buddy is going to get a snack, and like you said, they're doing a football play. So Rosie and Buddy eat their snack. Um, there's some sirens that go off, and now Rosie and Buddy are hiding from the police. They have to make sure that they are not found, so they're not sent back to the clinic. Uh, Buddy though doesn't want to hide anymore, and uh, instead, well, the way that they hide is they pull two houses together and squish themselves in between two houses. Oh, yeah, like two apartment and, buildings, like big buildings, yeah. right? Very, very Harry Potter, Order of the Phoenix style. But um, yeah, they like squish themselves between these houses while the cops go by. So then we go into what Buddy wants to do instead of hide, and he wants to be an investigative reporter. And then uh, we go to a clip of him being an investigative reporter, and he's like uh, questioning different cartoon characters about. Just like I don't know, like different things. He well, start- the name of the, show, the name of the, yeah, the name of the show is Sixty Cells as opposed to Sixty Minutes, and like the first character is you don't see him, but it's like implied that it's Daffy Duck, um, and then Rosie's interviewing a fox, which I think is actually supposed to be just kind of like a metaphor for Fox, like the channel. Yeah, that's um, what I thought too. Yeah. And then there's like the stunt double for Wiley Coyote. Like he interviews him, <laughs> right. and like it's him like talking it. about taking all of the hits that he takes in the show. How he does the stunts. Yeah, yeah, pretty funny. Um, another commercial break. We come back with a fake commercial for like uh, the Roseanne doll. They talk about like how Barbies and everything are perfect, and then they show like what a Roseanne doll would be like. Uh, right. And then we're back to the uh, Powers office. They still can't find Rosie and Buddy. Um, and then now we have Rosie who's reporting live from the, uh, Veronica and Betty clinic. The Betty and Veronica clinic, right? Yeah. She's interviewing all the old, uh, cartoon stars. And as she's interviewing them, uh, the powers show up at the clinic. Um, all of the, uh, old cartoons in the padded room tell Rosie and Buddy that they need to escape. But Rosie says that the story is too important. She has to tell the story of the clinic and uh, all of the cartoons, well, the powers show up, and then all of the cartoons that were there end up, like, attacking them with, like, giant mallet hammers. Yeah, basically, they overrun the cops. So all the cartoons are celebrating. Uh, Rosie and Buddy drive away in their RV. Um, she says she doesn't care where they go next as long as they get a few laughs, and they drive off into the sunset, and it's the end of the show, but no... Rosie stops the end of the show and says, that's not how it should really end. That's not our style. And she says, take two. And then they show the exact same thing. But instead of driving off into the sunset, they drive into the fake sunset set 
that falls over and then the show actually ends. That's, That's it. it. That's, That's it. That's Rosie and Buddy. Yeah. I mean, there's some things in it that probably could work, but I don't know. Like you said, we, it, we don't know for sure if they intended for this to go on, if it was a one episode special kind of thing or or what. But yeah. Like, I'm curious I if... I didn't care for it. Yeah, I'm curious, like, if... Like, let's just say this was a show and this was the pilot. Like, would the other episodes just be all of their, like, other show ideas that they had? Like, be, like, a clip-type show? Or would they still be yeah. continuing to go through Cartoon Land and, like, being chased by the powers and that kind of stuff? I don't know. Um, I but, mean, that would be my assumption. But I, I genuinely think that this was intended to be kind of a one-off uh, special based on the on the cartoon. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's Rosie and Buddy. Uh, we'll never talk yeah. about Roseanne Barr, I don't think, on uh, TG or on I'm, TGIF. I'm not making again. any promises about that because she was like the biggest thing in the world during the 90s. So she very easily could come back up. But I don't think we'll find any more animated versions of her along the way. Okay. So at least we've got at least that. that. Um, I do want to talk about kind of what, what we have in store for the rest of the summer. Okay. Not a lot like actually planned, but a couple things I do want to I, I do want to mention. So one of the things we're going to do is we're going to get through the rest of season seven of Perfect Strangers. We've talked about it a million times. Uh, season seven ran on a different day of the week. And then in the summer of 93, they come back and they close out the show with a shorted, uh, abbreviated season eight. So we're going to make sure we get to see through season seven during the summer so that we're all caught up for next summer. Um, so season, and then eight, the only- season eight comes on Fridays during the summer next year? or It does. It comes it does. on TGIF okay. yep, during the summer. So... We'll catch up. We'll finish up season seven um, with Perfect Strangers. See, see what happens there. Uh, the other, so there's a, there is one pilot during the summer. It's the only one that I could that I could find that aired during the summer. It's a show called Up to No Good. Um, the unfortunate part is I can't find an ep- uh, the episode to save my life. I looked everywhere. I can't find it. Uh, it doesn't help that Up to No Good is like pretty generic name for something. So it, it yeah. What do we know, What do we know help. about it? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what we know about it. Um, so it is the, the Trevor. There's a couple There's a few people in this show. There's Trevor Eve. He plays a guy named Freddie Paddington. There's June Lockhart, who plays Iris Cloverdale. Catherine Hicks um, is uh, Iris's assistant. Missy Kreider is Jennifer Cloverdale, who I believe is the, a daughter. Brian Bonsell is, uh, is a son, Henry Cloverdale. And Jerry Marquardt is Doug Cloverdale. I wish I had looked up some of these other people first because I feel like some of these names are really familiar. Um, anyways, uh, so they, basically the whole concept is that uh, they, Iris hires Freddie to help her and it turns out that, that he is a con artist um, and he basically is gonna use the family as like a, like a, like a base for him to like work his cons. Um, so only lasted one episode. I can't find it, but we'll talk about it more. I'm hoping that I, I've kind of reached out. There's a chance we might be able to get some of these people on the show uh, and have them tell us what it was about and, and let us know what their memories are okay. of of the show. I'm, I'm looking up a couple of these people real quick because I feel like some of these names are super familiar. June Lockhart, she was on um, she was on a bunch of episodes of General Hospital. Let me see here. What about this? This, uh, this name also sounded familiar. Brian Bonsell. Why do I know that name? Does that name sound familiar to you? No. Brian Bonsell. Let's see. Oh, it's the kid from it's the kid from Family Ties. Um, the the like youngest son in in Family Ties, yeah, Andy. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. So that's him. Also played one of my favorite characters on Star Trek The Next Generation, Alexander Roshenko, which is uh, Worf's son. Love that character. It's awesome. Um, so that, that he was he was the kid on that show. And then Missy Kreider, you might recognize her. She's in a, she's in a few TV shows. Nothing, not like big, huge uh, um, parts, but you might recognize her. And then Trevor Eve, I looked him up. Looks like he's a British guy. He's in one show that had me real confused for a minute. It's called Waking the Dead. So when I first saw it, of course, I thought Walking Dead, uh-huh. but it's not. It's Waking the Dead. Uh, he was it looks like he was a main character in that. He was in 92 episodes of that show. We're in 2011 to, or 2000, 2011. I think it's a British show. And what's the name of this show again? Yeah, yeah. This show is called Up to No Good. Up to No Good. Okay. Yep, yep. Um, the only other thing that I do want to mention is at the end of the summer, there is another Saturday morning preview show. And I actually think, I, I haven't checked, but I'm pretty sure that this one is on uh, YouTube. So I think we'll get to watch this and be able to talk about this this preview show um, at the end of the summer. So not, really a lot, not a lot like of pilots kind of, this year, right? No, no, not at all. So not a lot of programming stuff to mention. Um, but hopefully we'll be able to get some good interviews. You know, we've got Awesome Con. We'll do something fun there and you know, we'll see what else happens. Perfect Strangers, a pilot, at least one live show, and then interviews is what we're hoping for. We're hoping for. Okay. That sounds good. Um, So that's the summer preview. Do we want to do a little preview for what we've got on next week? I feel like it's a big one. Yeah, I think we should. I mean, we talk about, we've talked about it. We got an interview next week. So, you know, we're, we're starting the summer off good. Um, Who do we got, Steve? Yeah. So you all know her from a little show on TGIF called Perfect Strangers. And I said her because uh, it, she's female, and uh, she is one of the <laughs> two is. main leads on Perfect Strangers. Rebecca Arthur. Really, Rebecca Arthur. Okay, you're drawing that I'm out. Drawing man. That. You're really, you're you're making you're you're creating the tension. Yes, Rebecca Arthur, uh, Marianne. Marianne, Balky's girlfriend, uh, maybe wife when we get there. I don't know. We're only in first half know. of season seven, so we'll see what happens with the two of them. But um, we've got her on the show. She's going to come on. She's going to talk all things Perfect Strangers with us, and uh, we couldn't be more excited. It's going to be a fun one. Yeah, super cool to have her on. I, I was super excited that she was able to join us. So that's definitely so going to be in podcast next form next week. We uh, plan on doing a video, too, and hope to have that up on the YouTube channel as soon as possible. Um, so be on the lookout for that. If you haven't subscribed, again, just search Two Guys Into Fridays on YouTube. Subscribe. You'll get the alert when that video comes out. And, uh, yeah, maybe some other interviews coming up shortly after that as well. That's all I can say right now. Yeah. Yeah. We're working on it. So, um, so that, and then just, you know, I'm going to keep reminding it and reminding you all until it happens, but awesome con, uh, June 3rd, Washington, DC at the convention center. We'll be there. I think it's like five 30. Yeah. Uh, five something five. Friday night. Um, get your tickets, get your, uh, three day passes. If you want them, they've got, uh, the cast of Sabrina on one for a, maybe the whole weekend. I'm not sure exactly which days everyone's yeah, I don't know what the on, schedule looks like. but, uh, they did put up all the programming schedules. So you can go see like when all the panels and everything like that, uh, just on the awesome con website, just search awesome con DC comes up pretty quickly. Cool. All right, man. Well, that's all I got. Do you have anything else, Steve? Uh, not this week. Excited for the interview next week, though. Yeah. Do we want to do... Who who did the theme song? Do we do that again already? Uh, Pachuski. Pachuski. Thanks, Pachuski. So, yeah. Follow us on social media. Otherwise, have a good week, Steve. You got it, dude. It's Friday night and the mood is right. Gonna have some fun. So you always sun. DGIF. TBA Podcast.